Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the second quarter 2022 Von Nelson International Small Cap Recap Call. In the second quarter of 2022, the Von Nelson International Small Cap Strategy returned negative 18.35% gross, negative 18.56% net, and that is versus the MSCI EFA Small Cap Index at negative 17.69% which brings a year-to-date return for the Von Nelson International Small Cap Strategy to negative 26.8% gross, negative 27.18% net, and negative 24.71% for the MSCI EFA Small Cap Index. And with me today is Senior Portfolio Manager, Marco Priani. And with that, Marco, I will turn things over to you. Thank you, Dan. In our previous podcast, we mentioned that the outlook for the second quarter for the international small cap asset class was challenging, impacted by higher costs of energy and food on consumers, in addition to the still unpredictable conflict in Ukraine. Expectations of higher interest rates also play a role, although in our universe that is less of an issue when compared to the U.S. market, where the nominal rates are going up faster and will peak at a much higher level. The risk-off situation we anticipated took place, with the benchmark down 17.7% during the quarter, measured in U.S. dollars. Returns in local currency were negative 10.5%, meaning that the strength of the U.S. dollar had an impact of more than 700 basis points over the quarter in returns. Year-to-date, that detraction is of almost 850 basis points. There are several reasons for the strength of the U.S. dollar that is affecting our asset class returns so materially. On the one side, the traditional safe haven nature of the U.S. dollars in uh, periods of global volatility, but to that we must add this time the mentioned differential in nominal interest rates and the fact that the epicenter of geopolitical tension is geographically located in Europe. In relation to the Japanese yen, the historical weakness of the Japanese currency at this point is driven by the position of the Bank of Japan that nominal interest rates are not needed or likely. Another circumstance that is relevant to the quarter is that the consensus change in many of our geographies in the sense that a recession cannot be avoided. We think this is interesting as it helped driving prices of stocks, particularly economically sensitive ones, to levels that are attractive even assuming very harsh scenarios over the next year. Along the same lines, natural resource-related stocks that performed very well during the first quarter have rollover among expectations of weaker demand. This does not mean, however, that we are a capitulation point. We continue to think that the main risk variables for the geography that represents most of our universe, which is Western Europe, are natural gas prices and availability. The level of those variables will determine the economic performance of the region over the next quarters. There's an asymmetry that makes natural gas exports the pressure point of choice for Russia. Oil exports to the rest of the world represents around 10% of Russian GDP, while gas natural exports only 2%. 
For Europe, the sensitivity on the other side is massive. Natural gas satisfies a quarter of Europe's energy consumption, and Russia supplies a third of that. Prices of natural gas for delivering winter in Europe are seven times long-term averages, and the situation could be worse if a full suspension of supply is instated by Russia. As downturn points can have surprising sources, the same can be said about positive catalysts. We highlight the end of the fall, beginning of the winter as a very interesting moment in terms of potential catalysts. For example, in terms of natural gas scarcity and prices, we will know if any type of rationing is likely to exist in Europe this winter. And at the same time, at that point, there will be confidence that the following winter, the energy situation is likely to be better than this one due to all of the actions that are being taken to replace Russia as a natural gas supplier. In terms of the geopolitical conflict, both the Ukrainian and the Russian army will be even more exhausted at that point than what they are now. And the weather and terrain will prevent major operations. It could be an interesting window for some form of negotiation. The scarcities that plague supply chains are likely to subside for the most part by that moment, driven by better availability and lower economic activity. In the US, headline inflation is likely to have peaked at that moment. Core inflation should be in a clear downward direction for many months, and a Fed pivot should be within sight, something that might help reverse the asset class currency headwinds into tailwinds. Moving now to Van Nelson International Small Cap Funds, we were mostly in line with the performance of the asset class, having trialed the benchmark by 62 basis points during the second quarter. For most of the quarter, we continue improving the quality of the portfolio, adding very attractive, undervalued growth companies. And by the end of the quarter, we started also adding more economically sensitive names that were particularly punished by the market and are likely to generate very important returns within our investment horizon, irrespective of the short-term economic environment. In terms of sector, materials contributed the most to relative performance and IT detracted the most. Lower allocation to materials was the driver in the first case and both allocation and selection in the case of IT. Interestingly, those sectors were the worst performing for the asset class. From a country standpoint, Japan was the worst performing market and Australia the best performing one during the quarter. In the case of Japan, a period of lower quality stocks outperformance is behind the result, and the lower allocation to the country helping Australia. Australian stocks were particularly affected by lower commodity prices. We don't think we have reached the point of maximum pessimism yet, but we are definitely at a level where the perspective of returns on the asset class in general, and in particular for the fund, within our investment horizon are extremely attractive, with valuations and currencies in general at multi-year and in some cases multi-decade lows. The team resumed traveling and meeting companies in person and in situ during the quarter, something that is very important for our investment process. 
We are very enthusiastic also about adding to the team a new analyst, a native Mandarin speaker who has been interning with us for some months and will join us full time in August. Great. Well, thank you, Marco. Always good to have you on here and good luck as the second half begins and we will talk to you at the end of the quarter. Thank you. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws. Securities discussed within this podcast may be held in the Von Nelson Strategies.